0: all right guys welcome back to the golf podcast super excited because we've got josh kelly you guys know him as hole-in-one trick shots on the show josh i'm kind of surprised we've done a lot together we have not had you on the podcast yet i almost had to look back i'm like we haven't had josh on it's like crazy so i'm so glad that we finally got the chance to get you on the podcast man
1: yeah first of all thanks for having me i i agree man it took too long i kind of was you know feeling like like you guys forgot about me a little bit (laughs) yeah you know, you had, you had one of my best friends, Coach Rusty, on like a year ago. That's I was right. waiting for the invite. You know, the invite took a little longer than I thought, but hey, you know, I'm just glad to be here.
0: Dude, we saved the best for last. You know that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go We'll go with that.
0: Yeah, sure. Whatever it takes. But hey, listen, like I said, we, we got the chance last summer we got together. We got to play a little bit, and you told a little bit of this story. But for anybody who's, who's new uh, to it, I'd love to have you give a little bit of a background because... It's funny like the the life and time of, on social media maybe it's not even that long a couple of years but it just feels like you've been doing trick shots forever. So some of us don't know the story yeah. of how it got started. Now right now, you know, one of the biggest golf trick shot artists in the world, where was the start?
1: Yeah, it's funny. People ask me, you know, Josh, how long you've been doing this? Thing? I always say 4 years and I'm like, I've been saying 4 years for like the last two or three years. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. time is time is flying. I, I started my Instagram account in uh, 2015, so it's been – Wow. And December of this year will be uh, seven years. So it's been crazy. Wow. Um, it's been crazy, you know, how much time has flown. But, yeah, you know, I grew up playing golf. You know, I started playing golf when I was 11 years old. Played in high school. Played in college. And, you know, I got started right around when Tiger was getting big. And, you know, I saw that Nike, Nike commercial he did where he was bouncing the ball, you know, between his legs, switching hands, hit it out of the air. I'm, I literally remember sitting on my couch watching it on tv and like the commercial going off me grabbing my wedge grabbing a ball going out to my front yard and starting to try to bounce the ball even though i I literally sucked at doing i got like two (laughs) bounces and then from there i would literally just do it on the range uh when i was warming up if i got bored in high school uh, i was always known as a guy who had like a couple cool tricks to show his friends like oh josh show them how you like bounce it and like hit it off your foot and then hit it out of the air so i would do like these little tiny tricks here and there and then, you know, I, fast forward, I dropped out of college after a year. It really wasn't for me. I uh, went to work with my dad on rail cars. I was, I was a welder, crane operator, and I did that for like eight to nine years. I was really good at it. You know, I started making a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, you know, man, managing people. But golf was always my passion. I remember going home and, and just Googling how to get in the golf industry or how to become a golf pro, like you know, what PGM schools I can go to. Um, but you know, knowing there wasn't a lot of money into it, I I would, you know, have to take a hundred thousand dollar hit, but you know, I started my Instagram account, not trying to, to build an Instagram following and make money. I didn't even know that was a thing and it probably wasn't a thing in 2015, but I just started making videos on social media. Um, the Brian bros held a competition where they had a trick shot competition. And I was like, well, wow, I'll make a video. So that was the first video I ever made for them. I, I made a video. I remember having my friend come out with his GoPro. He had a GoPro <laughs> just filming me like this for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes straight, trying to get this trick shot. I did the trick shot and it, it you know, it, people really liked it. And I was like, wow, let, let's try to make another one. And I made another one a few weeks later where I hit a ball and, and popped the cork off the champagne bottle and it went viral. It got, it got like 40 million views. And I was like, All right, oh, there might be something to this. So I just started you know, making more videos and, and growing more. And, and, and uh, you know, a few years later, I was able to quit my job and, wow. you know, do, do this full time. I mean, I'm also a golf instructor. I actually just got off Atlantic City Country Club, just, give, just gave a lesson. So between teaching the game of golf, playing professionally a little bit, not making any money really playing pro <laughs> yeah. right now. yeah. Um, and then the social media stuff, it, it's just been the dream come true. Uh, to do what I love for a living. Now, I didn't grow up dreaming of making videos on social media uh, But I did dream of playing golf professionally and I'm kind of doing that not really but I am doing what I love for a living So that's good.
2: What was the feeling when you pulled the trigger and did started to do this full-time? Like, What was it? What, what kind of pushed you over the edge because I'm sure it was scary
1: Yeah, no, I, it, it was very scary and I worked with my dad and my brothers like I mentioned so you know it was it was kind of weird leaving them especially because i had a pretty big role in the company uh and i knew i was leaving them a little bit like high and dry without me at least for the first year or so uh so it was a really tough decision but i talked to my dad about it and he he was super supportive as always um i come from a big family i'm, I'm one of 10 kids and, and wow. um so yeah we're a pretty tight kn- 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 where do you and, rank you know, in age I, i'm number eight so i'm one of the youngest okay so you know we're 20 years apart there's 10 of us so my mom was having a kid every other year so she was either breastfeeding or pregnant for like 20 years straight <laughs> oh my um, God, so wow. dude she she's the same i actually called her when i had my first kid i was like mom i'm so sorry i can't believe you went through all the things you went through and what i put you through uh but yeah no it, it was definitely a tough decision to make um but and, and like you said scary one financially like i got i took a little bit of a hit the first couple of years yeah, as far sure. as making less money but it was it was worth it, and now I'm making more money than I was making there. So, it, it, you know, it's been a great journey, but uh, absolutely, it was a it was a risk, and it was a little bit scary uh, to, to pull the trigger there.
0: Yeah, but now you're doing what you love, so I mean, uh, it's yeah. no looking back from there. Yeah. The other question I had, and I was thinking about this, was you're so talented in what you do with golf, and also you're you're. The hand-eye coordination, because we'll talk more about it in a second, but the stuff that you're doing, I mean, like I, I saw the other day serving tennis balls with a driver, you know, or that where you're jumping and hitting the ball with, with Snedeker, uh, the hand-eye coordination is off the charts. So were you always like, a was it golf always a focus or were you like one of those multi-sport kids growing up? Is there something else like you'd attribute all that hand-eye coordination to?
1: Yeah, no, I, I would definitely attribute to like playing every sport. I grew up a big hockey kid. I mean, I started skating at like two years old. I remember just, it was funny because me and my kids, uh, we just pulled out all my trophies today because they're like last night, my son's like, dad, if you ever won a trophy, I'm like, yeah, I've won a trophy. <laughs> He's like, so yeah, I had to take him out this morning and show But yeah, from seven to, from the time I was like two to 12 years old, big hockey guy. Mm. Uh, and then I played a lot of baseball. Uh, and you know, I, I, I found golf and, and fell in love, but I played, you know, basketball in high school. I uh, played in multiple volleyball leagues. Like I, I play in a slow softball league still. Like if there's any sport, like I feel like a, I'm kind of a Jack of all trades as far. As I can hold my own in pretty much every sport that I play. And I, I can attribute that a little bit to it. I'm also like a little bit ambidextrous. I write left-handed. I eat with my left hand. I actually juggle mainly with my left hand, but I play most of my sports right-handed. Um, Ping-pong, I do play left-handed. Tennis, left-handed. So, yeah, I, I am kind of a jack-of-all-trades. I, I think playing all these sports growing up, growing up with five brothers, um, yeah. just, and me being one of the younger brothers, just kind of following them around and, and, and just doing what they're doing uh, probably helped with what I'm doing now. But, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot of work, too. I mean, like, I have good hand-eye coordination, but, like... When I first started hitting shots out of the air with the driver, I wasn't great at it. You know, it was just start, it was just something I worked towards. It's just like anything else. Like I think I do, I might have above average hand eye coordination, but I also put a lot of work into it as well.
0: I can imagine. I'll tell you what though. Sometimes yeah. I feel like now this guy's just rubbing it in. I, I'm watching here. Going to the PGA Superstore, getting fit for lefty clubs for, to break eighty lefty i'm like i'm over here trying to break 80 the regular way (laughs) i'm like like, we get to a point maybe you're making it look too easy out there but of course i know it's not so like when you're doing the trick shots i mean the question i'm sure everyone asks you but everyone's wondering how long does it take like when you start a trick shot i mean like you said especially in the beginning i would imagine it took longer but do you go into a shot with an idea be like i'm going to be here on the range all day with this one or what what's the process there
1: yeah, I think that's the number one question people ask is how long, uh, you know, yeah. trick shots take. And, you know, I do a live trick shot show where I have tricks that I can do first try nearly every time as far as hitting balls out of the air, juggling, you know, hitting balls off a high T balloons, like all, all this kind of crazy stuff that I can do first try that, you know, I kind of work towards. But as far as the crazy trick shot ideas, like who knows really how long it's going to take me. Um, I could get lucky and get a first try. I've had numerous videos where I've gotten a first try. Or I could be there for hours doing it. Um, When I first started out, it definitely took me longer. I remember this one shot. It took me eight hours to do. I would get home from work. I'd spend two hours a night for four nights straight trying this trick shot. It was one where I'd chip three balls into the pool table at once. So one swing, you know, I had three balls on the ground. One swing, they would spread, and they would go corner, side, corner, pocket of the pool table. (laughs) <laughs> it was like thinking back on it i'm like how did i have this I, like how did i think i was going to be able to pull this off like who do i think i am but well, literally took me eight hours i almost quit doing what i was doing then but now honestly if i don't get the video in 15 minutes i'm, I'm at this point like just how busy i am i'm like you know it's probably not worth it. it's probably not gonna work <laughs> so um on, on average now i would say anywhere from i'll spend 10 to 15 minutes on a video um but yeah you know they're they're not first try always you know in my head they can be easier uh, sometimes and in my head they can be harder. And another time, another thing is, like I'll spend all this time sometimes on trick shots where maybe I'll spend an hour doing a trick shot. And I finally pull it off. I'm pumped about it. I post it, and it's like no views, no no likes. I'm like what? And then I'll have this other trick shot that I'm like I thought was easy that I pulled off in like a minute. And I'm like oh, I'll just post it, and it like goes viral. I'm like how does that even make sense? I'm like I just spent a minute on this, an hour on that. So yeah, I mean listen tr- trick shots you know there's some people on social media who see my trick shots because I, I mainly just post you know the, the successful attempts um i will i will post like a fail here and there but they, they'll see me so mo- some people are like wow this guy is so good i, I get comments all the time why aren't you on the PJ tour like like you're so good and then there's uh, the other half of people who think oh this guy's just a trick shot guy he sucks at golf he probably can't break 100 nice. uh, this and that so i'm like so it's funny because I'm getting people from like both ends of the spectrum. Some people think I'm Tiger Woods and the other people think that I'm like a 40 handicap. So, uh, you know, I, you know, it, you guys know how it is with social media with of some course. of the haters and some of the comments and stuff like that. But you know I try to keep it as real as possible. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty good golfer. I'm a scratch handicap. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm in the PGA program right now. Uh, like I, I do compete in professional events. Um, but yeah I'm not good enough to be on tour but I'm definitely better than a 40 handy guy. I can break a hundred.
0: Alright guys we'll get you right back to our interview with Josh Kelly in just a moment but of course we want to thank this week's sponsors including Titleist and guys nothing will do more to improve your driver performance than getting fit by an authorized Titleist fitting specialist. Mike and I got fit for those TSI drivers recently and I can tell you from firsthand, when those things really get dialed in is when you go through that fitting. They've got outstanding featured shafts and new premium partnership with Graphite Design they have all the tools they need to get your game dialed. So visit Titleist.com to learn more about TSI drivers and make sure your schedule you're fitting today. All right.
2: Huge shout out to Tommy John, the newest podcast partner. Pretty soon we're going to be just wearing our underwear here on the show.
0: <laughs> Thanks for telling me that now. Yeah, you got it. Yeah.
2: So uh, last uh, video we did a shoot at PJ Memes Challenge. It was so funny. We actually took a drive. They tempted us, the team of Tommy John. Take your drive in your underwear. Do it. We did it. Go check out hey, that. Best drive of the day, too. I it, don't know if there's you something smoke in that. It, dude. Yeah. I think you should play that. Like I may that have more to take
0: often. the pants off more of them. Go but, ahead.
2: But uh, I want to talk about their latest 360 underwear. They're good for guys in the gym, out of the gym, on the golf course, sleeping, whatever.
0: I love the three sixty stretch fabric. Hey, by the way, these are my favorite. I was gonna say, Tommy John, although they're new to the show, they're not new to Been me. Been wearing whatsoever. them forever. I, I turned that corner about a year ago yeah. and I have not played golf again wearing anything else. Legitimately, it's 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 my go-to. I don't know
2: how they make them so comfortable. Like you, almost you don't feel like you have whatever they did.
0: They did it the right way. They got some smart people there. That's right.
2: (laughs) So they have the anti-odor. It's antimicrobial technology. The stay-put waistbands. My favorite thing ever. It never like rolls over on you. You don't get wedgies in this stuff. It doesn't ride up. It just stays put. It's my favorite part about it. You got to check it out. The 360 line by Tommy John's got awesome new colors. We got hot pinks coming for, for us okay. for whistling straits because we got a challenge coming. Hopefully they're sending the pinks. Use the code Golficity to get 20% off your order. Guys, you will not be disappointed. I promise you. Check out Tommyjohn.com and use that code. I'm telling
0: you right now, guys, I've I have not looked back ever since yep. the of to Tommy John. So I'm Agreed. really excited to have them as a new partner on the show. So welcome, Tommy John. And of course, we also want to thanks for Soto, the Rapsodo Mobile Launch Monitor, you've heard us raving about it here. It gives you all those metrics you want, and what we always talk about is making sure that your practice emulates what you're going to do out on the course, simulating that, that right. pressure, yep. and making sure you push yourself to be better in your golf game when you're practicing. The the way the mobile launch monitor is doing this is with a brand new thing, the Rap Soto Combine. So we're gonna be doing a fun challenge, you versus me in the Rap Soto mm-hmm. Combine. But get this. You take twenty-four shots, they're four rounds, six shots each. That mobile launch monitor, it knows your game well enough as you're out there using that's it. That's the cool part. It'll yeah. start to find those distances where your dispersion goes up and your both mm-hmm. your gapping dispersion and your left-right dispersion. It knows where you need to work. Mm-hmm. So as part of this combine, it's going to give you two distances that you need to hit. You hit two shots at each, and then you hit two drivers. And what that's doing, it's forcing you to vary your practice, right. and it's going to take all that information – that it gets from the launch monitor. It's gonna crunch the numbers and it's gonna spit out a combine number for you. That's cool, yeah. So you can benchmark Mm -hmm. yourself. You can actually see, is your practice paying off? Are you getting better? But what I like most about it is it simulates that pressure. You're out there, you're practicing with a purpose. So we're gonna take the combine really soon. But yet another incredible feature that comes to the Soda Mobile Launch Monitor with the update. Make sure you guys check out the Mobile Launch Monitor and make sure you use code MLM when you pick one up. Mm-hmm. All lowercase, GOLFICITY, M- MLM. Incredible price. $100 off. You get the Soda Mobile Launch Monitor for $399. I don't think there's a deal out there that you're going to beat. Right. That's yep. just incredible. But wait, you'll see more about the Combine coming real soon. Now let's get back to our interview with Josh Kelly. What I did like is that you're impressing some of the tour guys with what you do do. Like I said, that that clip with Snedeker, yeah, he was impressed. The jump shot, like I think you blew his mind there when you did what you did. (laughs) But so seven years into doing this, how do you stay creative? Like where. at this point is it a little bit crowdsourcing like are you getting dms of people saying try this try that are you just just stuff that you see is there inspiration like how do you keep coming up with because some of this stuff is so creative i still i I told you this last time we were together but one of my favorites seemingly from an idea standpoint simple execution very hard i loved in the rain when you had the umbrella you threw the umbrella up in the air hit the shot and somehow the umbrella came back down perfectly into (laughs) your hand but like where are you coming up with these ideas
1: yeah, I mean, so like that's, that's one thing I tell people when they ask me how long it takes. I'm like, listen, me pulling off the shot is probably not even the most impressive part of it. The hard part is, is the idea. Because anyone yeah. that has a camera, a golf club, and enough patience can do a trick shot. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it's really about, like you said, staying creative, coming up with new ideas. You know, I, I'll, I'll, my mind is always going. I'm always working in my head, just trying to think of new things that I can do. Not only just trick shots, but but other content that I can create. So it's really about just staying on at all times, always just looking for inspiration, looking for new, new things. I did start this new series where uh, I'm trying to chip in with, with different things that people comment in, in my videos. So people have commented, chip in with your foot or chip in with a rake or chip in with your golf towel. Or, uh, you didn't do, you didn't do my with... request
2: yet, Josh. I'm still waiting.
1: Well, what is that?
2: I, th- I think I threw out range bucket.
1: <laughs> oh i like that all right you know what I'm it was in an old video that.
2: i don't remember where i did it but
1: i don't know if i saw that I'm, 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 that's me. my next one you got my word nice. on that so chipping nice. with a range bucket i like that yeah, i'm don't know gonna... how i gonna do it but <laughs> all right we can make that good luck thank yeah, you yeah but awesome but like even something like that because because instagram came out with a new feature where you can reply to comments so you can put yep. the comments in the video i try to that's another thing like you know the algorithms are always changing you know you you know just different features are getting rolled out, so I try to stay on top of the new features, utilize them, uh, try to figure out the algorithms, stuff like that, it's all part of what we do, and you guys know about that as well. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, staying you know, just creative and and trying to grow is so crucial, because the minute you get complacent in in what we do, making content, you're just gonna fall behind, so. Mm -hmm, Yeah,
0: and well, and, and speaking to that, like I said, now you're getting into some new stuff, I mean, beyond even the trick shots, Talk to me about the Guinness world records, because I know you, you now hold at least one. Uh, I saw some of the attempt with the putt, the putt and stuff like that. How did this come into to you know play and, and where was the idea to, to try to break a world record?
1: So I've always wanted to break a world record. I mean, it's, it's been a dream of mine. Uh, probably three years ago, I made a video where I hit the most golf balls over 100 yards in three minutes using one club. Now I went through the process with Guinness where I, I, I signed up, I got the approval, I, I had all the, the qualifiers, whether I had three cameramen there, two guys holding a clock. We put a line out at hundred yards. I had witnesses, all these things and come to find out at the very end three years ago, I didn't have a professional surveyor. So they wouldn't give me the certificate. So oh. I, I, I broke, I broke the record of most balls hit over hundred yards in three minutes. Uh, by about twenty, twenty or twenty-five, and this is just me with a three-wood, just like helicoptering for three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and like I literally, like I almost had a heart attack doing it. It was, it was brutal.
0: Yeah.
1: And then come to find out, they, they, they wouldn't accept the certificate because I didn't have a professional surveyor there. I'm like, you oh. got to be kidding me. So I kind of just like, well, I forget. It. I'm not gonna have, not gonna hold a Guinness World Record. But uh, the last two years, I've had this deal with CERB Pro and Scratch. Where we're, we're really doing a bunch of recovery shots. You guys alluded to the shot that I did with Brand Snedeker. Mm-hmm. I filmed with Brand Snedeker last year because Pro is a, a big sponsor of his as well. So this year, they were really happy with what we did last year. They said, hey, Josh, let's do a season two, but let's step it up a notch. Like, how are we going to take season two to the next level? I said, all right, well, let's hit a shot uh, from the middle of a pond. I'll stand on the paddle board. Uh, let's let's hit, hit a shot where I jump over the creek and, and hit a shot with one hand. Mm-hmm. and i'm like let's see i'm like i'm coming up with these ideas i'm like how else are we gonna like take this to the next level and they actually mentioned hey why don't we try to break a world record and i was like would i would love to yeah uh, let's do it so they were actually able to bring out an official guinness world record adjudicator so he was there to watch so we knew if we pulled it off we'd, we'd get the certificate um I I wanted to do longest club toss for one of the the world records, which is like seven, which is like seventy yards. Uh, they didn't really like how that would look with with throwing a golf club, which I understand. Yeah. Um, so, we, well, do you we have? Let me with,
0: ask you this: Do you have that in the bag? Have you tried it? Seventy yards? Can you do oh, it? Uh,
1: oh yeah, we got that in yeah. the bag. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I've had a lot of practice over the years of throwing a golf club. That's <laughs> no, great, but. That's um, yeah, so we went we went for a really hard one uh, with the uh, longest putt, which we tried over 134 yards, um, which is really ridiculous. I'll let you go to scratch YouTube to see if I actually made it. Um, but the one that we've already filmed and we or we already posted was the most golf balls hit in three minutes. I actually got it right here, or sorry, in one minute with holding two. There clubs. it is. There's the certificate. Um, Wait, and, Lance, hold, hold and, that back
2: up again. Let me see that.
1: Yeah, yeah so, there
2: it is. That's cool.
1: That so, is cool. Uh, so I'll give you a little backstory here. This shot, so holding two clubs, I'm holding one in my left hand, one in my right hand. You're hitting one with the right hand while you're loading your left, and then vice versa. So you're kind of like crisscrossing the hands. Um, we had a minute. We had a minute to do it. We set up 107 balls, which I thought would be plenty, um, and mm-hmm. we hit 104 balls. And I think 80 of them. If you see that the line there, 30 yards out, I think only 80 got over the line. Now, right. what I did wrong here, and I know I can break this record of 80, which I have now. I think I can get it to probably a hundred, you know, maybe 100 or something like that. But if you see, my right hand doesn't have a glove. My left hand had a glove. About yeah. three quarters of the way through, I ripped a blister in my right hand, uh. and the glove complete, the club completely turned right. So it was like 90. Uh, so every shot with my right hand for the last probably 20 were like dead shanks. Yeah. Um, but no the thing way. with a world record is when you have an adjudicator out there, as soon as you break the record, that's it. You can't do it again. So the, the benchmark was 60 for me to beat. So when I got to that point, I thought in my head, I probably have 60. So I got to keep going because if I stop there and I have 61 over they're giving me their certificate for 61, and they're leaving. They're not They're not going to be like, right. okay, once you break the record, you're not allowed to keep going. So mm. I was like, I got to power through, power through, power through. So I, I got 80, which was 20 over the, uh, the mark to beat. So I was pretty pumped about that. But if I had to do it again, I'm assuming somebody's going to try to break my record. They might break it. I know I, I had the ability to reclaim it. Just got to put that right-handed glove on, which I have now. <laughs> now that I'm trying to break 80 left-handed, I actually have a right-handed glove in the bag. So we're good. Oh, there you we're go. Good. I'll tell you what, my my
0: forearms, I don't know about you, my forearms hurt watching. Watching. I would
2: kill everyone behind me with that one coming back.
0: So, what was the prep like for something like that? Like, did you, you you had to have tried it a few times just to get like a rhythm. I can imagine what what everyone must have thought at Atlantic City Country Club or wherever you were at the time, seeing a guy going out there and teeing up a (laughs) hundred golf balls, an entire range bucket Uh of golf balls. But, I mean, you had to get out there and, and practice it a few times, right?
1: Yeah i well. For, fortunately enough, I've been the Langston Country Club for about four, three or four years now, and so most of the members have seen me do done some ridiculous thing. They're just like that's Josh. Things. Yeah, so they're like that's Josh over there. He's just teeing up an entire small bucket. But I always make the joke that my wife hates when I play golf. She even hates it worse when I practice. So if I can hit a hundred golf balls a small bucket in a minute, she's happy. I <laughs> mean, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> I just had to learn how to practice quick though. No, but yeah, I do that shot in my live trick shot shows. So. Like I said, I do trick shot shows, but I, I usually only set up like 16 to 20 balls for those. Um, so I've done it over the years. But, yeah, I, I practiced a, a few times leading up to the event. But, yeah, like you said, the forearms are burning. If you watch the video, I'm breathing hard. I'm like, yeah. like, like, three quarters of there, like, breathing hard. And, like, people were, like, in the comments, like, getting on me for, for some of my breathing and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, there was definitely some preparation. I was definitely sore for a few days, but I mean, that's what it takes to be the to, to a, a world record. So,
0: so do you think you'll ever try to do the, the, the one club, the three would, like you were saying again, just, just cooking them, but like have it, yeah. you know, this time count, you, know, you think you would be able to do that one day or what?
1: I would love to try it again. I mean, it, it's really tough to get an adjudicator out there. Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard, it costs a lot of money to, to make that happen. Um, so you know it's it's tough it's it's tough to do but yeah if, if the situation comes up i know i can break that record like i said i did it's unofficial but i'm i'm unofficially i unofficially hold that record so <laughs>
0: that's incredible. uh
1: i'd love to try it again though if i can
0: yeah well the, the one other story that i want to have you tell because we we went earlier we talked about like you said, originally, even the transition of doing this full time and, and just not sure what you wanted to do, you know, with your golf career, like, but, but be, be in yeah. golf somehow. And also, as you said, listing like Tiger as one of the, you know, original influences yeah. for what you do. We got to hear this, but I want to have you retell it. You got the chance, the once in a lifetime, the mega collab, the collab we all want with Tiger Woods. Tell us how that came about and what that was like for you, given that, I mean, this is like, we hear PGA Tour players, like even this week at the open saying like, uh, I remember Max Homa saying like he had been watching and dreaming of, of, of one day playing with Tiger and now here he is paired up with them and they can't even believe it for something like that. So what was it like for you when you got to do that, that trick shot with Tiger Woods?
1: Yeah, like you said, he was the biggest influence for me playing the game of golf and much less the trick shots as well. Um, But yeah, so I started doing live trick shot shows, as I alluded to, and Tiger Woods has this charity event in Las Vegas, Tiger Jam that he does every year for his foundation. And, you know, he he does a little um, seminar where he, you know, he hits balls. And what happens is people come in like a little bit early and they get a seat to watch Tiger, you know, Hit balls and and put on a clinic for them, and they're just sitting there. So they they needed you know like an opening act. Yeah, they need an opening. If you will, yeah. So they called they called me up and said, "Hey, Josh, can you be the opening act for for Tiger Woods?" I was like, "No, I'm I'm not." So so they they flew me out to to Vegas and for for a three day weekend, and you know I'm nervous. I mean, I I've never been this nervous in my entire life. Uh, You know, I'm. I'm at the at Shadow Creek in the morning. I'm warming up. My hands are already shaking, and there's nobody there. Um, so I'm setting up for my live show, and they say, "Hey, t- hey, Josh, we're going to bring you to the ninth green to meet Tiger." I said, "Okay, well, I, I honestly didn't even know if he was going to be there when I was doing the show. Uh, I didn't know if he was going to watch. I didn't know if I have a chance to meet him. Um, but you know, I was like, "Hey, I'll, you know, I'd love to come out to Tiger Jam. If I do meet him, great." But they're like, "Yeah, come on over to the ninth green. We're sitting on the ninth green. We're waiting for him to get there." He pulls up in his golf cart and shadow Creek, ninth Green. the, the, uh, the cart path comes in from a hill. So he's coming down from this hill and he looks like he's just like a, like just huge, larger than life, like, (laughs) like individual walking down. Like this is my idol walking down to meet me right now. I could not believe it. It was like, it's so surreal. It comes down. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. We're talking for like five to 10 minutes. He's asking me question after question about myself. I didn't get to ask him one question i was like i was like afterwards i was like i had all these questions I, I had for tiger i didn't get a chance because he just was he just seemed so interested in me uh just it was awesome he had mgm executives sitting there waiting for a chipping lesson um you know they probably they probably worked out as far as the golf course and you know he wasn't rushing to get to them he, he was very you know interested in our conversation i was juggling my left hand He's like oh wow you juggle your left hand and then we started talking like he just—he just got these wedges from Taylor TaylorMade uh, a couple days before. He drops a couple balls. He starts hitting these chip shots. There's a hill that goes right to left, and he's hitting these shots that go up the hill and they roll down and like three in a row from like 40 yards, we're just a foot away. And then he goes, <laughs> and he's like, looks at me, he's like, I was like, yeah, look at that. That hill's pretty severe, right to left. He's like, yeah, but you know, I can hit a spinner, left to right spinner that hits below the hill, goes up it, and then come back down. I'm like no way. So he, he hits this little low left the right spinner goes up the hill comes down like a foot away from the I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm like this guy is living up to everything i can imagine i'm mm-hmm. like i gotta do a, a live show to impress this guy i mean it, it, it's not it's not gonna happen but i, I you know you start talking and he's like i can't wait to watch your show i'm like wait you're coming up to watch my show oh i was like oh no so the, the hands first, are going
0: like this right
1: yeah oh my <laughs> gosh dude the hands are just shaking um But I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, if I mess up, I still got to meet Tiger. I still got to take a photo with him. Um, So we go up there. The first thing I do is reenact the Nike commercial that got me into doing trick shots. Start bouncing the ball. Everything's going great. I got the music going, you know, the same music he used. Like, it's great. Everyone's loving. I go behind the back. And then I turn to hit the ball. I swing and miss. Just completely (laughs) whiff on the ball. And he yells out, yeah, well, at least I hit it. (laughs) <laughs> dying laughing. That's I'm great. like, he's tired I'm, I'm like, he's tiger. He's the goat. I'm like, cut me a break. And yeah. then it kind of like, it kind of broke the ice for me a little bit. Like, yeah, it bet. just got everyone, it got everyone laughing. And then the rest of the show went great, like flawlessly, you know, afterwards, uh, his people came up and he said, Hey Josh, stick around. Tiger's going to go inside. Everyone's going to go tee off. And then he'll come back out and do a trick shot with you. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. So he comes back out, does a trick shot where he's bouncing a ball, hits it up to me. I hit it out of the air and it was honestly like a dream come true situation like i just could not believe it happened so um you know after that i was driving back to the casino in the car i called my dad because he he really kind of got me you know playing golf you know and and we grew up together watching tiger such big tiger fans together and i started crying i I called him and i was literally crying Mm
0: -hmm. and i was
1: like i was like dad i can't believe like I was able to do that. This is this just came completely full circle uh, from from the time I was a kid to what I'm doing now. And I was like, this kind of solidifies it right here. That this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And the rest of the weekend was great. We got we partied in Vegas. The next day we played Shadow Creek. I played with Reggie Bush, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, the the guy that that runs the TGR Foundation. You know, we we you know we were partying up at Top Golf at night. Um, you know, I remember Larry Fitzgerald, you know, he stuck it. He's actually a great player. I bet him a hundred dollars closest to the hole at top golf last target. I hit it pretty tight and he literally hits it in the (laughs) middle ring, takes a hundred dollar chip off me. I'll never forget it, but it was, it was an awesome weekend. And you know, it was cool. A couple of years ago I went to the Genesis invitational and I must've been staying at the same hotel as Tiger because I walked it to get in my elevator the Elevator opened up. Who was it, Tiger Woods? And we were riding up together. So I get in the elevator and I'm like, Hey, Tiger, I don't know if you remember me, but, but uh, um, you know, I, I did the live show for you. He's like, Oh, yeah, I, mean, I remember giving you crap when you missed that that first shot. I'm like, He didn't say yeah. crap. He, I don't yeah. know if we're allowed to curse on here, but yeah. <laughs> but he's like, He's, I was like, Yeah, so we start right. we were on floor five, and I think he was on level eight. We forgot to hit five when we hopped in. So we rode up with him all the way to the top floor, I, I was like, "Oh shoot!" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh shoot!" I was, I was just so like nervous in front of yeah. him I was like, "Oh, you should." So we had to walk out of the elevator, let them leave, and then get back in the elevator and go down. It was it was it was great, but the fact that he remembered me years later uh, was was pretty awesome. I mean, the guy is just amazing. He lived up to everything that I had. You know, preset in my mind for all. Yeah,
0: which I would imagine is a rare thing. Everyone says don't meet yeah. your idols, and so it's just such a refreshing story when something yeah. like that happens. Just absolutely incredible. All right, guys, just another quick break from our interview to thank FootJoy, guys. We talked about the shoe finder the other day. It is one of the best way to get matched with the number one shoe in golf. Now the number one shoe for your game. Go to footjoy.com shoefinder You answer a few short questions. Yeah, it's actually a lot of fun to kind of poke through it, especially you and I, we're going to be doing something new, playing in some new environments, traveling a little bit. Varies up the questions mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. but you ask like, do you walk? Do you ride? Things like that. You go through cleated, spikeless, narrow, extra, whatever the answers are. It ends up giving you and identifying the right shoe for you. So go to footjoycom slash finder It's gonna match you up, like I said, with the right shoe for you. Because at the end of the day, we all like to look good out there. But we talk about this often: your footwear really comes down to it's a performance you know, tool yeah, out there. It is. If you get matched up correctly, it's just it can help you with your game and of course stay comfortable out there. So go to footjoy.com/shoefinder. Give it a try for yourself.
2: Fresh pair of premieres for whistling. Can't wait. Stoked. Yep. Guys, thanks to uh, Gosling's. You've been hearing us talk a lot about the dark and stormy drink and working with Gosling's. They've been huge supporters of the show. Uh, loving it. It's been great to have this summer. Those bottles of rum went a official long way. Official cocktail of the
0: 19th hole, the baby. Official
2: cocktail of the 19th hole. We're loving it. We've uh, we've had Malcolm Gosling Jr. on the show, and he gave us the whole backstory of the rum company in Bermuda and about all the amazing golf that there is in Bermuda you and I need to go and tackle. Yeah. There's like seven beautiful golf You're courses We're very there.
0: tempted by the idea that most golf courses per square mile than anywhere else in That's
2: right. Interesting stat. So guys, (laughs) check out the goslings. Go get yourself some rum and play golf. I mean, you won't be disappointed in the dark and stormy, especially the dark and stormies in a can. They make it too easy for you. Go to their website, darkandstormy.com. You will receive $15 off your order. Yes, you can have the alcohol shipped right to your home. Use the code Golficity at checkout, G O L F I C I T Y. This offers valid through the end of August, August yeah, so 31st. Jump on it. Jump August on 31st. it. 21, year old, 21 years or older, please drink responsibly. And I want to thank Precision Pro. They have just launched, about a month or so ago, the NX 10, the level up from the NX 9. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something, guys. This is the best range finder I've ever used. I'm loving it. It's durable. I love the interchangeable plates, which allows you to design your own custom look. Today on the course, I had that blue and black coral. It was a cool combo. It's unique. It's different. It doesn't... You don't have that same boring look to a rangefinder, and it's two hundred and seventy-nine dollars for the NX10. So you're not getting slammed with like a four hundred-dollar price. It's got the vibrate lock. It's super quick, and they have some of the best service. I just want to tell you guys about them. They offer that Precision Pro Care package with their. They're so like upbeat about and for a good reason because it's probably the best in the business. Free battery replacements, two-year warranty on the rangefinders, and some of the best customer service in the industry i love the 90 day return if you get it you don't like it and you can find out really quickly if you don't like it you'll send it back they'll give you your money back free shipping and guys again use the, the code Golfist today but they were so nice enough to give us this code you get 20 bucks off so you could probably even get it even cheaper yeah get on there swing with confidence hit more greens precision pro check them out
0: yeah, the NX10 is something else. Lightning quick, it really Lightning is. Lightning quick, it really is. Give it a give it a look. All yes. right, let's get back to our interview with Josh Kelly. What what's kind of next for you? Like, what what do you have on the horizon? I know you like, as a very busy man, and we were just talking early before we hopped on about all the yeah. travel, but. Um, what are some of the goals? What are you What are you looking forward to doing? Like I guess it's seven years in it, and just been tremendous growth for you. And yeah. I think more and more awareness of what you do. And I think in a lot of ways, it's been a great way to grow the game and 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 bring more eyeballs in. But for you personally, what do you What do you look forward yeah. to? What's What's ahead?
1: Yeah. So the next few years, I have a few goals. Number one is completing the PGA certification. I'm on level one right now. It's a lot of work, um, but that's a huge goal of mine over the next couple of years. I want to continue to work on my game and compete Um, playing pga section events right now i would love to be able to start contending or or win a section event um i'm really trying to grow my youtube channel just trying to create more just regular golf content like trick Mm -hmm. shots is always going to be a part of what i do i love to do it i'm probably one of the best in the world at at doing trick shots so that's always going to be a part of what i do but I have so many other goals outside of just trick shots that, that I want to try to focus on. Um, yeah, growing the game. Uh, you know, I, I do have aspirations of starting a like a small par three golf course with like six or seven holes. I'm in the beginning process of doing that, where uh, I can make it completely free for, for kids under the age of 18, just, just from donations. Um, just, just growing up, I didn't have a ton of money. Like I guess I have one of 10 kids. My dad was a pastor. You know, we never we never went hungry or anything, but we never we never just we never had a ton of money. I remember mm-hmm. sneaking on golf courses to play and something like that. So I think one of the biggest issues in the game of golf right now is is uh, how much it costs to play, especially for for underprivileged kids and younger mm-hmm. kids. So that's a huge huge goal of mine over the next few years is uh, somehow grow the game. It, whether it's I'm able to pull off this this tiny par three kind of little uh, you know short course. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that I can that I can just build completely on donations. I don't know if I'll be able to pull that off or not. We're gonna try. But outside that, just growing it however I can. Um and and, and that's just going, just giving lessons and, and, and creating content that to try to get people uh to think the game of golf is cool and fun and get them out there playing it. Um but but again, I, I definitely wanna continue to work on my game. It, it, it's tough for me to try to figure out what to focus on. Cause there's so many different things that I want to do. Yeah. And that's probably my biggest flaw is like, it's hard for me to focus on one right, thing. Of course, um, Especially when you're trying to play the game of golf professionally. I mean, it, it's a grind. It takes a lot of, a lot of practice, a lot of work. Uh, so like, you know, I have so much respect for, for anyone that's playing golf professionally full time, uh, whether it's the PGA tour or, you know, the corn or, or or whatever it is. Um, you know, it's just so hard. It's just so hard to do. So, and it takes so much time. But uh, yeah, those are a few goals that I have coming up. And like I said, you know, really just trying to to uh, just just be a little more complete in the game of golf. And I think my PGA certification will help me do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Becoming a better player will help me do that. And I will always keep trying to make new trick shots and entertain people. That's hey awesome.
2: Josh by the way that's such an awesome idea about the par three course congratulations good luck with that and yeah, where's yeah. it gonna be do we know potentially
1: I, I want well I want I want to do it here in South Jersey Great. Um, um and and so so the the goal is to have four or five holes maybe maybe a couple more that are like 70 80 yard holes and then like a little driving range where we can keep the cost down as low as possible maybe match for tees. Um, and, and just, just have it to where if you're under the 18, under the age of 18 and you come out and you know, you don't cheat, you don't, you don't mess the golf course up, then you're a member of this course. You can come out here, hit balls, play as much as you want. So and cool. it's going to take a lot of, a lot of effort for a, you know, a lot of donations and stuff like that. But in the very early stages of trying to make that happen, I think that would just be, it would be something special.
2: Well, you know, we got a course vlog like it when it opens, right?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. No yeah. question. No question. I got it. Well, you know what? I don't know if I want you digging digging up the golf uh, Well, you said there's mats, so we're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, as we long as you off the mats, we'll be all right. Yeah, we make him bring
0: his own little mat anywhere he goes Everywhere now. we go. <laughs> That's I was just, just
1: kidding, buddy. I'm no, just kidding. I love it. I love it. That's well. yeah. We were
0: with you when we did the eight one one, the yes. dig, remember? That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah, what a great line that is. What it's a so great good. line. I, Col- I've actually used that a few... I've <laughs> stole that line a few times. With some I like 11. to dig. Gotta go yeah. 11 pretty dig, baby. Call pretty That's it.
0: <laughs> this, yeah, we go out them the little flags all over the golf course before Mike goes out. Yep. <laughs> Mark? Of course. <laughs> well, one thing I would right, say so. it's like for sure as that gets closer anything we can do to help get the word out you know, looking for the donations yeah. and things like that I I, yeah, I yeah. just think it's always incredible to see somebody like that giving back and and just even in your own pursuit with your golf game because it's, it's it's funny from our side of the fence when we're, you know, being such average golfers ourselves, when we hear somebody like yourself saying, you know, like uh, it's a no little long way to go and, and you're so good to us, you're here. You know what I mean? So I, I think it'll be cool as more people get to see how good of a golfer you are because we all see your trick shots. But, I mean, I I'm still impressed when we were playing together. What was that short par four? And you're like, yeah, I'll drive the green. They're like, you got, I got a couple. Like, you talk about it like it's nothing. I got a couple Eagles here. I almost hold one. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) I'm like, I would just like to play that whole one time my life the way you casually play it, like on a Tuesday. So I think it'd be, you know, it's great. Like, I I wish you all the best with growing the YouTube channel, getting people more to see, like, just how terrific of a golfer you are um, because it's entertaining to watch. It really, truly is. I could speak to that firsthand from being there with you.
1: Well, I appreciate the kind of words. And we got to get together for a YouTube vlog where I kind of want to take on YouTube, me versus YouTube, your scramble versus my ball. And then once I get a little bit better left handed, we can play just a regular match where I play lefty versus you guys. I'm yeah. trying to get there. I'm not there yet. But I think there's a couple cool ideas to, to a little collaboration for YouTube. So hopefully we can make that happen over the next couple of months. Done. Let's we are do it. all
0: in on it. Let, we'll find a nice course, we'll find a place to do this. And then. Uh, we can't wait. wait to do it. That'd be great. You've already—he's already beat us with the one club, right? We played that, <laughs> that, that last hole. Oh yeah, with the one—that club. was a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. that was fun. So we'll find yeah. all the ways that Josh can beat us.
1: <laughs> I mean, we'll no, find, no, All no, we no. need to do is find listen. one
0: way we could beat you, and that's all we—that's no, all we no, need.
1: Listen, I think you—I think you guys might get me. I, I think your scramble versus, yeah. you, you know, I think you guys—you guys might get me as long as we don't play the Lansing City Country Club because I kind of got right. that golf course yeah. figured out. So if we go somewhere else, I think you have a lot better chance than you. You know okay.
0: all the ins and outs of that place, that's for it. sure. Well, listen, Josh, thanks again for hopping on. Obviously, we'll we'll be linking up again real soon here. We yep. will do something to get on the course, but this has been long overdue. So, yeah. so glad to get you on the podcast. I, I always love hearing the stories, and it's, it's just – it's always an inspiration to hear, you know, from where you've came to what you're doing now – there's not one single one of your posts that go by that doesn't stop my my scroll and just be like how do he do that every
1: time how do you do that well
0: so keep doing what I, you're doing I, because we love it
1: i appreciate it guys i appreciate you having me on and i just want to say you guys are killing it right now i'm loving the content you guys are doing uh you know i know you guys have a great story too that, that you know not enough people know about and i know how much hard work that you guys you guys are probably two of the hardest working people like oh, in thanks, the, dude. in the business right now. So I really respect what you guys are doing So keep it up. Thank
0: Appreciate you that, so man. much. It means, it, means it means a lot. All right, Josh, thanks again. And I'm sure we'll catch up with you real soon.
1: All right. See you
2: guys. Thank you. Take care, Josh.